Welcome to Paddling Adventures Radio. I'm Sean Rowley, and with me is Derek Specht. Hello. How's it going, Derek? Going good. Anything exciting happening? Oh, you know, same old stuff with work and whatnot. It's, I thought you uh, gave up work. Yeah, I wish I could have. <laughs> going to be rich and famous one day, I'm telling you. Waiting for that lotto win so I can retire early. Yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> uh, you got anything exciting coming? You're going out west next weekend. Next week. I am. So... I am going to Blue Mountain skiing this weekend, mm-hmm. and then on the Tuesday, I head out to Big White in British Columbia and going to do some big hills. Exciting. Excellent. Exciting. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be up uh, at Mew Lake doing the family day weekend thing, uh, winter camping for four days. Yes. I'm going to get the money from you for that. Money for what? For the campsite Did that I, I gave you, you that I paid for. <laughs> 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 Yeah, actually, I keep thinking about that, and uh, yeah, I'll give you money eventually. <laughs> yeah. Have, have your people call my people. Yes. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk. We have with us today a guest in our studio. And I got it right this time. It's our studio. Every other time I say, in our studio, and we're like elsewhere. We have in our studio today, Warren King from Mackay Paddle Surf. Welcome to the show, Warren. Hi, guys. It's uh, awesome to be here. Thanks for having me on the show. We uh, we talk a lot about um, canoe tripping, some kayaking stuff, stand up paddleboard stuff, and whenever we can, we, we like to talk to people that are that are into it and actually have more experience than we do. Right. Uh, so we've been trying to get you in here since last year. Yeah. It's been yeah, it's been almost a year now it's trying been a while, to yeah. trying to connect. <laughs> <laughs> so it's nice to to have you here. Uh, Thank you. Let us know who you are and let us know about uh, what you do, and let's just talk stand up paddleboarding. Sounds good. So, Mackay Paddle Surf. The who, what, where, when, why? Yes, tell us a bit about okay. yourself and and your company. Yeah, let's let's talk. Let's start with the with the company, and then we'll get into sure, sure. to you. So, uh, Mackay Paddle Surf is uh, basically a, a school, a club, and an outfitter. Uh, we're based in Markham, but we uh, operate mostly out of Frenchman's Bay, just east of Toronto and Pickering. Right. Uh, it's a great location, gives you two different bodies of water to work with, and uh, it's nice sandy bottom, which is which is awesome. Um, did I mention we're mobile? <laughs> I think I did. Um, yeah, I mean, this year we're hoping to add a uh, some uh, weekly paddles up at uh, Jackson's Point in uh, oh, up Lake uh, Simcoe. Simcoe. Yeah, 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 give a little bit of different scenery. Right. Um, yeah, but you know, basically that's what we what we are. So you do, um, you offer lessons, you do paddle fit, yep. which is, I guess, exercise, right. so paddle which we fit try not to do. <laughs> so paddle fit's the most fun you'll have doing exercise on the water. Okay. Um, the, the board part um, sort of makes or helps you forget the fact that you're exercising. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, originally I did the course and became certified simply because I was going to do lessons in a pool and I wanted something that was going to be fitness orientated that would say, hey, I can do that, right? Right. And uh, I did the course and had so much fun doing it that I thought, oh, I have to really do this. <laughs> <laughs> this is good. So, yeah, so uh, that's a paddle fit. And I mean, it's it's really just a way that you can work out uh, on the water. If you love the water, it's fantastic. And uh and I have a lot of fun. Cool. Excellent. Indoboard. Yes. So, uh, yeah, checking out your, your site here, um, MackayPaddleSurf.com. Yep. And you talk Indoboard. i got to admit, I've never heard 
of IndoBoard. IndoBoard. <laughs> so basically, IndoBoard is short for IndoBoard. So it was uh, originally invented by a, a guy named Hunter Jocelyn down in Florida. Okay. And really, uh, the basics of it are a way for you to uh, practice your surfing indoors when there's no waves or if it's too cold or something like that. So it's basically a board that goes on a on a five-inch roller. Oh. Right, and then it gives you your left-to-right movement. Right. Um, I actually... I'm sure we'll talk about it later, but uh, when I originally went to learn to surf in Costa Rica, um, I couldn't find one of these boards, so I sort of made my own. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> and uh, But I do, uh, it had a lot to do with the fact of how quickly I was able to pick up on the surfing and the, the whole feeling of it. So, yeah, I, I do highly recommend the indoor board. They're great. Uh, huge core workout. Right. Um, and, you know, for those people that aren't quite into it, uh, it's not as hard as it seems. Um, you know, a good hour of, of willing participation and you start to feel reasonably comfortable on it. Right. Um, but there is also a cushion that basically you blow up. You can put the board on that as well, which it's not quite as extreme, but it's still a very hard workout because you've then got a 360 degree movement of the board. Oh, right. Okay, yeah, yeah. But it's, it's portable, so you can basically take it anywhere? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, the one I have one at home in front of the TV. Um, as long as I've got the space, I'll throw it down on the floor, watch TV while doing it. It's yeah, I'd so be through the TV. <laughs> uh, now, if people want to come up and do lessons, yes. do you sell gear, you rent gear, all that sort of stuff? Uh, yeah, so I mean... We originally mainly set up strictly to do lessons. That was our main thing. We wanted to build a sub-community. We wanted to introduce people to the sport. Um, so we are completely set up. We paddle 300, well, I say 365 days a year, but what I mean is we paddle all seasons. Right. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so um, we have everything from uh, dry suits, boards, paddles, um, anything you'll need to get out in the water. Okay. And I mean, the main thing with it is, is that if you're interested in uh, paddling, come out and try it. Um, it's good to try first because some of this gear can get quite, I mean, we know from, from canoeing and stuff yep. like that. I mean, some of the gear can get it's quite pricey. Quite pricey. And if it's something yeah. that's not going to stick, it's kind of, yeah, it'd be nice to try before you buy right. the type thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I think a lot of people also try it but they try it on a friend's board at the cottage. Yes, right. Yes. And it's the wife's board, and they're 200 pounds, and it's just not going to work very well for you. Yes. And it's, oh, no, that something doesn't work. It's like, no, 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 wait. <laughs> it you does work. Do it <laughs> <laughs> if you just, you know, give it a moment and use the right equipment. Right. So you have to be okay. pretty much fitted for the board. Uh, absolutely. I mean, when you, when you start out, you want basically the biggest board that you can find. Okay. Right? Because that's going to give you a stable platform to work with. Um, a lot of people feel like they'll be falling off in the water a lot and that yeah. kind of thing. Um, so I always say do a lesson cause I'd say 90% of the people that we have come through do not fall in the water on their first lesson. Okay. Um, it's, it's unlikely that biggest problem comes when you have someone that's tall and sort of little on the heavier side, it's a lot harder for all men. Right. It's harder for men. Uh, women have a lower okay. center of gravity. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is, uh, um, yeah, sorry, I forgot where we were going with that. 
yeah, so you, you 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 will rent the gear out for people to come up and try it first off the bat. Right. Yeah. 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 I, I know when I was in San Diego years ago, I tried surfing for the first time. Okay. Yeah, I did a lot of belly flops, and I hurt myself pretty good, I'm thinking. It, it is a of... very <laughs> steep learning curve. <laughs> oh, it was steep, all right. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's not a lot of room for error. Yeah, so I think it's time that we, we get that uh, out there and try it again. Now, you you I saw on your website last year you had uh, a weekly schedule through the summer and whatnot yes. for people to come out and do different things. Yep. Um, so... In the fact that we want to sort of create a um, community um, and give people the opportunity to come out and try SUP without investing a whole lot of money in it, right? we do a lot of um, what we call social paddles. Right. Okay, so what that means is that you come out, we bring the equipment, we go paddling. There's always a uh, certified uh, coach that comes with you. Okay. So what that does is that you're getting a chance to use different equipment, um, whether it's a different shape board, size board, or a great uh, inf- idea. inflatable, like um, not inflatable. I mean, a lot of people will go, oh, it's an inflatable, and they think of the little blow-up yeah. rafts from the 70s that you <laughs> don't want to <laughs> stand on, right? But it, that's, anyways, that's a, another story. But, um, you know, it's, uh, it can make a huge difference um, just trying out different equipment. Because yeah. it might be something that clicks with you that might not click with the next person. But yes, if you don't try right. it, you'll never know. Right. Um, it also builds up experience. So you go out with the instructor. He's making the calls, right? He's saying, okay, we're going to go this way. Be careful of the wind that's blowing offshore. So that means standing on a pan- paddleboard, you're basically a big sail. Yeah. Exactly, right? yes. So uh, you don't want to get blown out. It, it, you know, if you don't tell people that, it, it happens. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, See you in Buffalo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and um, But you're learning, you're getting experience from it. Right. So you're gaining knowledge. You're going, oh, it's a little, it's a little choppy today. Are we really going to paddle on that? Oh yeah, you know, it's, we're going to do it. You know, it'll be okay. <laughs> and they go out and they come back. And, you know, and uh, I mean, I had someone who came out and uh, they were, they couldn't swim. They were not exactly comfortable in the water. Uh, she started out with me in the spring, and by spring of the next year, she was becoming a coach. Wow. She'd been taking swimming lessons. Impressive. So it it does, and you know, not only that, it was the, uh, oh, you're going to paddle in the winter? Hell no, I'm not paddling in the winter. (laughs) (laughs) Well, she bought a dry suit and paddles in the winter, right? Good for her. She got bit by the bug. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it happens. Uh, So yeah, so you'll just, you can find on your website there that whatever is being offered throughout the summer and... Yes. Sign up, sign up for stuff. And yep. I mean, we tend to do one-on-one lessons. Um, I try to stay away from, we used to originally do group lessons, so you got like six people out. But I found what that does is split my time by six people. Yeah. So you're it. paying, yeah, it's cheaper, but you're also getting less. Yeah. Yes. And, you know, you can't, uh, it's a lot easier for one-on-one to say, this is what you need to correct and not be um, trying to work with the person who's having a problem just standing. So you, mm-hmm. get, you get a, a better bang for your buck and you learn more from it. So we try to do a one-on-one or, you know, if it's a couple or a family, that's different. Right. So, yeah. So speaking of that, so let's say me and my wife came out, we wanted to do a lesson to see what kind of fit we'd be for what kind of board. Right. So basically what you'd find out, typical weights, heights and stuff to see what you probably pick a board for us to bring for the session, right? Right. So, um... In, in the high season, I bring a trailer, so I have a whole smorgasbord oh, of things it. in yeah. there. But 
Um, if it's a one-on-one and there's, you know, it's an odd time, like during the week and I'm mm-hmm. coming out specifically for you, I'll, I'll find out what your weight is and your height. Yeah. And then from there, I mean, normally I go bigger is better, right. but on occasion you might get someone that's, you know, 120 pounds. Exactly. Wet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, uh, you don't want to give them a, a coffee table to go out. It's, it's exactly do the opposite of yeah. what you're trying to do. Yeah. So, it, but yeah, I mean, even purchasing boards, it is height and weight is the main thing you want to well, we were at the complete paddler there, and uh, we saw that what was 15 feet long, that inflatable, and oh, about five feet wide. <laughs> it was. Oh, the subsquatch, I think it's called. Yeah, it's huge. The, yeah. It yes. looks like it's for a family of eight. I think it's like a it's party the, boat. It's a party sub. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's insane. Yeah, yeah, you can take a trip to Australia on that thing, that's yeah. for sure. And well, it was priced big, too. It was like 3500 bucks. I can imagine <laughs> that. It's big. Yeah. They've Spend got half to, your day inflating it. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's not the easiest part. They have um, Dragon Boat subs now. Really? So, yeah, I'm not sure how many people go on it, but uh, I think it's Red Paddle, and it's probably five or six people to a board. <laughs> and just like Dragon Boat. And off they go. And, and off they go, yeah. Wow. Really? Yep. That's interesting. Mm, I have to make a so, note of that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, evolution, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know what? That's exactly it. One little thing leads to another, leads to another, leads to another. And, right. you know, something that started 15 years ago as a little thing is now a massive thing around the world, right? Right. So you never know where things will lead. Yes, yeah. Absolutely. So let's talk about you, Warren. Yes. You started surfing in Costa Rica. Yes. And it's all downhill from there. Hey, my <laughs> wife would agree with you. <laughs> Um, yeah, it can be an expensive hobby. Um, yeah, so I mean, I was born in South Africa. Right. Um, I lived by the ocean for many years. Uh, I was very comfortable in it. Um, so one of my aspirations was always to learn to surf. I've done a little bit of bodyboarding, boogie boarding. Then my parents decided that they wanted to immigrate to Canada. So a young teen, we moved here, and that all kind of just got put on the side table. Um, I'm embarrassed to say now that I didn't think there was any water worth oh, okay. going yeah. out on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. You know, little did I know that 20 minutes down the road, I, it, it's really nice. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, so uh, we immigrated here, and so that kind of got put on the on the side table, and you know, life moved on. And uh, you know, I guess you could say I had a quarter life crisis at some point, or some things in life didn't <laughs> quite seem to feel how they should. So. Uh, that came back into my mind and uh, I decided it was one of those things that I, it was sort of felt like it was now or never. Right. So uh, I packed up my wife and my two-year-old toddler and we went down to Nassara, Costa Rica for two weeks. Um, I did a lot of investigating and that kind of thing. And uh, But I did an intensive surf course for the first week and uh, we fell in love with the culture and the country and the people. And uh, the second week, I kind of did a whole bunch of private lessons, things like that. And, you know, after that, that first wave, um, they, they call it stoke. Yeah. And I, I know what happens in the whole budget thing. It's just that being in the moment, um, the bug bit me. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I wanted to do. So, you know, we contemplated moving to Costa Rica. That was not necessarily going to happen. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I started looking at, well, where can you go in Canada that you'll be closer to the ocean? But then, you know, work becomes an issue. Yes, it's that almighty dollar keeping. Yeah. I have found that wives like roofs over their heads, food on the table, <laughs> yes. stuff like that. Luxuries, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, that's for sure. 
So, um, yeah, so the surfing bug. And um, I happened to, actually just before we left for Costa Rica, I discovered that there were crazies surfing on Lake Ontario. Oh, yes. Yep. Right? Off Toronto. And I thought, well, I so I asked the guys in Costa Rica, I said, the surfing on the Great Lake, like, can you, can you surf in a lake? Like the... And they were like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, all right. Well, anyway, so I came back here, and this was my next best bet. <laughs> you got it, yeah. So uh, I, I found a group of um, guys that were going out. I bought a board, wetsuit. Of course, it, so the surf is best fall, winter, spring. Yeah. Yes. It was, you know, late fall. And uh, I went out, uh, you know, did some investigating in, in, in uh, locations and which way the wind has to blow for it to work, blah, 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 blah. Went out, had a great time, suddenly realized I was the only person out and something happened that could be an issue. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, after that, I kind of looked at the groups. But, yeah, I mean, um, that's sort of where it started. And I needed a way to kind of uh, get that natural high. Right. Uh, and through a, a bunch of different things that happened, uh, I bumped into SUP. And I'd heard of SUP, so stand-up paddling. Um, I'd seen Laird Hamilton and Dave Kalama doing it yeah. in Hawaii. Laird, <laughs> you've waves. actually seen Laird Hamilton? No, no, no. Oh, oh no, no. just uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've talked yeah, about him. I've seen some of the stuff he's done, and it's, it's like, wow. Yes, yes. Well, I mean, him and, and Dave Kalama really came up with the modern, what we see today as stand-up paddling. Yeah. All right, so, um, but, uh, so waves. But we don't have that much in the way of way. So, and then so, well, you can do it on flat water. And I was like, you can do it on flat water. And I'm like, yeah, you can do that. And I'm like, okay, well, let's try. So I bought a board. And and uh, what time of year was that? Probably early spring. So it was cold again. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I went out, fell in love with it. It's it's not as uh, extreme as surfing. Right. Oh, and that, yeah, that's the great that, yeah. the great thing yeah. about it is that you can make it as easy or as hard as you want to exactly, do it, you yeah. know? Um, if you want to paddle hard, you know, and, and, and get a great workout, fantastic. If you just want to stand on the board and look down and see if you can see any fish or what's happening <laughs> down there, <laughs> uh, you, you know, you can do that too. So, I mean, and that's really where, you know, I invested a whole bunch of cash and started doing lessons. Um, there was no one at that time. I mean, there was maybe five people in, in Toronto that were sort of working in the SUP business. Okay. Right. And at that time, you said people would say, "Well, what are you doing?" Oh, I'm doing SUP. They'd be what? <laughs> <laughs> What's up? <laughs> stand up paddling. I've never heard of that. <laughs> and I mean, you never saw anyone out. Right. So, uh, yeah, it, it was. Um, but it's it's grown so much since then. Yeah, it's exploded yeah, in the last huge. couple of years. The last two years, yeah. it's huge. really gotten big. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're you're always hearing about it now. I mean, every I mean, the cottagers now. Mm -hmm. yes. Every cottager's got yeah. one. Yeah. It seems yeah. and. You know, everybody's going up for a weekend. They're just taking the, going out on the, going out for a day and paddling yep. around. And now, I mean, we've seen people fishing off of them and going on little day trips with them with their pack Absolutely. on the front. Yep. And yep. they seem to be quite versatile if you're wanting to go out for day trips and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Now, I haven't heard Absolutely. of anybody doing multiple day Multi -day, trips yeah. with them yet. Yeah. But I'm sure there's people out there doing it. Yep, I did it. You know, like. Yeah. Uh, two years ago, we did a trip up to Franklin Island. Um, we actually ran it for three years. We had uh, two two weekends running, three day trip. Right. Uh, left from I can't remember the 
the name of the little place that we left from, but paddled out to Franklin Island and uh, set up camp and then did the circumference of the islands and oh, wow. oh, paddled cool. around. We took most of our gear. Well, we took all our gear because it's the only way to get it there, right? Right. Um, we did cheat a little bit. We towed a canoe. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or so I shouldn't say I towed a canoe. Um, I partnered up with... Uh, Jeff Kitmer from Wolf Den Expeditions. Okay. Oh, okay. And he yeah. took, so he does a lot of kayaking trips and he took care of all that stuff. All, all right. I had to do was the sup and to bring the boards. <laughs> <laughs> so he towed in the, in the, in the gear, but yeah, yeah, well, absolutely. Yeah. Cool. It's, yeah. yeah. It's quite, uh, quite versatile, a little, little craft now, right? Yep. And, uh, so you're Paddle Canada and World Paddle Association certified. Yes. So you can that gives you all your certifications and all that to let to do all this stuff. Yep, yep. Which is cool. Um, and so yeah, so after you got all that and you got all your boards and all your stuff, Makai Paddle Surf came into being. And that was yes. 2011, right? Yes, that's that's when when wow. we started. It's been it's yeah. been going for a while now. Yeah. Well, excellent. Yeah. Well, like I said, there was a handful of people doing it uh, back then. Yeah. I mean, I'd say the last three years um, before that. I wouldn't see if, if there was a sup out in the water, it was probably mine. Right. <laughs> oh, okay. And, uh, you know, up, to, up until three years ago, uh, you didn't see it. But now, I mean, if you go to certain locations, you can't, I mean, you fall over them, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, can, you can throw a stick and hit 50. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's because of the, the the rush sort of thing that's that's why you got into the surfing and the stand up paddleboard and not canoeing kayaking or anything like that. I think no. it's your background, right? Because yeah, yeah. Africa. I mean, my first love was is yeah. is surfing. Yeah, and uh, so SUP's very much. I mean, it's basically, argument's sake, a oversized surfboard. Yeah, uh, exactly. That, that yeah. you stand yeah. on, right? And uh, I mean, the great thing about SUP talking about surfing is you can SUP surf. And yeah. Because the board's bigger, you don't need as bigger wave to catch. Oh, so got it. Yeah. Spend many days uh, on the lake catching just little rollers, and it's hmm. just as much fun. I saw a, a YouTube video. Of, there was a guy in Toronto. Him and his buddy, his, his buddy was basically saying he convinced me to go out. Yep. And, and there's been a lot of pictures of this one guy around lately, um, and it had to be in the in the late fall because his whole he's got the beard, he's got the everything, beard. Yeah, and yeah. it's just totally covered <laughs> oh. with thick chunks of ice. Wow. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, man, that just like must be add an extra 10 pounds all off the, your yeah, face. Yeah, all the weight. You know, <laughs> and yeah, and it's here in Toronto. Yeah. Like this guy was going, there's, it's a group of them that go out and, yep. you know, it, it's, but I mean, I even know in Oshawa here. Yes, Oshawa um, Pier. Yep. The Oshawa Pier there, you get some massive waves coming across there. Yeah, yeah for sure. And you're just like, well, it's, yeah, you well, just got to be a good way to go. It's, uh, you know, you have to look at the wind direction and uh, what the water is doing. And it's really just being in the right place at the right time. Yeah. yeah. So the ocean is different. It's got all the, all the swells and stuff. You can sort of predict Constant, what's going to yeah. happen. Mm -hmm. um, with the lake, it can be a hit and a miss. So you can, you know, take an hour and a half getting to wherever you're going and get <laughs> there. and Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> 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 right? Um, so you have to have a lot of patience to be a lake surfer. Um, yeah. That's why I have a canoe. <laughs> <laughs> so if someone's looking to get into uh, stand-up paddle boarding, describe the average... The basic uh, setup. The basic you setup of, of your board, your, your leash, your paddle, all that. Right. So... Um, yeah, I mean, what most people will do is look at the board first. 
um, I say look at the paddle. Oh, buy, yeah? buy yourself a decent paddle because it's going to make a huge difference to how you're going to uh, feel on the board. Right. Um, obviously, you know, a cheap paddle, you're looking at like an aluminum, uh, gee, I don't know, five to ten pounds. I don't know how much. <laughs> <laughs> like, I started out with an aluminum paddle um, because I didn't know better. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, the paddle does make a huge difference. Um, you know, by you know, if you're a, a lighter person or uh, a kid or a woman, you want something that you're going to be able to move around reasonably quickly. Yeah, right. not struggle with you know, something you can carry around all day. Right. Um, and then from there, you know, you want a you want a board. Generally, most people start out with an all round board, which is like I said, a oversized surfboard. Um, it planes over the water. Mm-hmm. Um, but it gives you usually the best balance and things like that. Right. And it's. Uh, you know, if people want to take their dogs out or the kids out or and that Got kind it, of yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, then your leash. So, I mean, I, you know, as a little caveat there, I always recommend wearing a leash. Um, it's not required by law currently in Canada, uh, well, in Ontario. Um, but it's the only thing that keeps you connected to your board. Exactly. Right. Right? So the wind doesn't blow it away. And exactly. And they, yeah. they go quite quickly if the wind <laughs> grabs them. Yeah. Well, will if have you a fall problem. over and it's... <laughs> It's and you shoot it out. Takes, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, a leash is key. Yeah. Um, even in, you know, a lot of people go, well, it's it's flat and there's no wind. And I'm like, yeah, but. but <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Expect um, the unexpected. Yeah. So, I mean, a leash is always uh, uh, something you should wear. And, uh, you know, if, uh, for surf, they come, well, if you, if you buy some of these packages from the big box stores, they'll come with a leash that's a straight leash. That's a surf style leash. Right. Um, they came up with a, basically a coiled leash, so kind of like the old yeah. telephone cord. Oh, okay. Yeah. The idea with that is it stays on top of the board, so it doesn't drag. Drag. Um, yeah. So that's the the leashes, and I mean, uh, and then in a PFD. Yeah. And we've seen. The, I mean, the regular ones like we wear when you're canoeing, kayak, right. and that sort of thing. But we've seen the the belt ones. Yes. That you know, just pff, all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully not. <laughs> um, the belt ones are really good. Um, for so, so um, I mean, I know they have them for boating and things, and generally they're automatic mm-hmm. for the boats, right? So you fall out, it okay expands, yeah, <laughs> right. Um, the the belt ones that people are using for sup, um, basically you, it's like an airplane uh, life jacket. You got to put it over your head. You got to pull the cord, pull some the cord, and put it over automatic. your head. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then you know if it doesn't, you got to blow it up if it doesn't inflate itself. Um, in an emergency situation, it's not going to really help you out. Exactly. It's not going all that smoothly. Yes. Right. right. So yeah. I mean, if you fall and hit your head on something. Yeah. yeah. So I always, you know, if you go out in a group, um, it's a, a great way to, to go, um, especially in, in the heat of the summer. But otherwise, you know, we're, we're a full PFD. The ones, you know, all you want is something that you can move your arms in freely, that you don't yeah. have to chafe yes. and other yeah. than that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, safety comes first, right? Absolutely. And I mean, we've done shows just on on paddle safety and yeah that's that's what you got to look at and, and if you're comfortable wearing it then then wear it yep yeah. you know like i know uh, for ages i had this orange one you could probably see me from space <laughs> but you know what make fun of me all you want <laughs> i'm comfortable and it's it's safe right? yeah yeah now i've got the nice coca tap one in it, yeah so it's it's a beauty <laughs> but yeah, yeah, you got you got to, and that's that's always been my thing because we talked about the different types of PFDs and and the belt one was yes. one of the ones I'm thinking. Well, it must just pop up like you, you press something it pops up, but like you say, if you yeah. fall and hit your head or something, it's not going to do a heck of a lot. How you? I, 
it originally the, the belt ones came along for racing. Mm-hmm. People didn't want the extra weight and the extra heat buildup right. um, for racing. So I think that's where the belts sort of came into their own. And, um, you know, I can certainly see the, the pros to doing that. Um, but for your regular paddling, I mean, I, I wear a belt um, most of the summer. And hopefully someone will rescue me. <laughs> if I, uh, He's not head. moving. <laughs> stay in shallow water. Yeah. Man, he can hang, hold his breath for a long time. <laughs> well, there, there was a while there that I was considering doing, like, videoing how easy this thing would be able to, and if you fall in the water, how easy it would be to get it on your head and all, and all that jazz. Right. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I guess it, it's down to what you're comfortable with as well, right? Yeah. Yes. So... Uh, now, is there any advanced gear for like different locations, seasons, weather? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, if you're going to look at any kind of white water supping, yeah, um, there Which we saw that. Now looks pretty cool. It's yeah. <laughs> I like the waves that push you to the beach, and <laughs> <laughs> you can see the end. Yeah, exactly. No, but um, yeah, for white water, so uh, obviously the board needs to be. Uh, durable, so most of them are inflatable. That's where they originally, like, originally why they started out with inflatable boards was for white water. Right. And uh, you obviously want to paddle it if you jam it in a rock or something like that. It's not so carbon fiber paddles, probably not necessarily the where best. you want to go. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but most importantly, probably is the leash. Right. Um, so obviously you don't want a surf style leash because that's going to be dangling in the water and catching on things. Yeah. Um, they have a what they call a quick release leash that basically attaches to your waist that you can pull a pin out and it releases you versus, uh, so most leashes either attach to your ankle or just below the knee, right. half. But if you get stuck with it or wrapped around a rock in some heavy moving water, you've got to bend all the way to get Could the Could be a problem, you exactly. You have the belt yeah. release right. for the leash, yeah. Well, that's cool, that's cool. Yeah, and then I mean, you know, I mean, we like I said, we paddle you around, so uh, wetsuits, dry suits, um, and Lake Ontario gets pretty, even in the summer, it tends to be pretty cold. It can, yeah. it's, uh, yeah, um, well, I'm like six or seven years in now and I'm, I'm still learning things. <laughs> 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 you know, you can, you can go out one weekend and it's absolutely like pool water and the next weekend you go back and it's yeah. pins and needles and you're like, yeah. what the heck happened? You know, yeah. so it's, uh, it rolls over. Yes, it is a, a bit of a beast, but, um, you know, on the whole, you, you know, August, you can get out. No, we had, I mean, we had, that's, uh, towards the end of this summer, there were days you could, it was like bath water. It was, oh, yeah? yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> and then, of course, you know, so if you're going to uh, try surfing or, or you, where you want some of the waves to start kicking up, fall's the best time because the lake obviously is warmer. Right. Than winter or spring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I tend not to go into the water in winter. <laughs> been there in spring but do we yeah you know, except for the polar bear dip <laughs> yes i wouldn't do that <laughs> i'm intending to stay out of the water come, come winter yeah. well that's uh you know with the with the dry suits um i i mean this was all i had a, a bunch of people when i first started out that i i guess i sort of maybe convinced them into getting dry suits oh, okay <laughs> coming out and paddling and uh you know we all had a nice new dry ocean rodeo dry suits on and we're going to go out and everyone's just standing on the beach looking sort of reluctant to <laughs> and we're like well you know let's uh, let's go and see if these things work let's go for a swim when you go out and, you, and it's uh you know depending on what you wear underneath yeah it really isn't 
I almost when I when I talk to people in the summer and say hey, you should come out in the winter, <laughs> they give you that look. But um, it's almost my protective barrier. I almost prefer to fall in the water in the winter because I know when I get out, I'm still dry. Still dry. Yeah. yeah. You fall in the summer and there's a bit of a wind blowing or it's cool. You're get wet. Get chilly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know what I mean. So it is a it is a, a weird. Uh, uh, thing that happens there, yeah. Yeah, my my thing would just be stay warm. Doesn't matter if I got wetter or not. As long as I'm warm, you're good. I'm good. Yeah. And I'm worry good. about overheating in a dry suit. Well, that's the trick. So, uh, just like running or uh, skiing, you sort of select the layers that you're going to put underneath. So, I mean, you could wear a parka and a snowsuit underneath if yeah. you wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> But as soon as you start putting a little bit of effort, effort. into it, you're yeah. going to start. Sw- so yeah. you sort of learn, you know, at this temperature here, I need to wear this and this. Yeah. That's good, you know, I, or I put an extra pair of socks on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, wear the thicker boots. But yeah, it's, it is it is a bit of a, a bit of a learning yeah. curve there. Yeah. Imagine it'd be uh, on, a, on a, if you end up working too hard, you could end up like you're in a baggie. Just humidity yeah. level inside will go right up. Yeah, it does. I mean, it does let a certain amount of uh, humidity humidity out. Or okay. Heat. Yeah. It does. But if you really overdo it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. going to. Stewing in your own juices. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I mean, well, I've, yeah. in the, you know, in the spring, you've got days where it's, I don't know, 15, but the water's. One, <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, on occasion, uh, actually, originally I wore board shorts and a t-shirt, and I realized very quickly that the the material on bare skin does not feel oh, very yes, good. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So you know, long sleeves, but yeah, and I mean, you know, you get warm, but it's if you're going to spend time in the water. A lot mm-hmm. of the uh, instructor courses and things are always in spring. So uh, if I have any new uh, instructors coming on board and stuff, we're out there in the spring learning pivot turns and stuff like that Got so it. you need that that coverage <laughs> right so we covered gear and uh so if if somebody's looking to start advice you have for them on the gear lessons you'd say yes definitely take a yes. couple of lessons i would you know preferably I mean, from you <laughs> <laughs> no but i mean seriously i would certainly say invest a little bit in a lesson even if you only do one you're going to learn way more than you will uh, YouTubing or anything else like that. I mean, I, I, I was, when I originally started out, the only way I could learn was to, to watch YouTube. So I right. self-taught myself to watch YouTube until I could get properly certified. And I didn't realize I was doing a couple things wrong. Oh, okay, yeah. Right? But it took someone else to go, hey, you know you're doing this, right? <laughs> They're like, no, I'm not. It's like, yes, you are. I'm like, oh, yeah, I am. Yeah. <laughs> right? Um, so, yeah, I always uh, advise lessons in the same. I mean, you could say, well, it's a board and a paddle. I'm going to stand on it and try it. And uh, I think a lot of time what happens there is that you fall in the water a lot, decide you tried something, it's not for you. Exactly. Right? Right? But you didn't go at it right. Right. Didn't, yeah. Right. So it's definitely at least one lesson so you... At least you know. Yeah, absolutely. It's yeah. absolutely. And I mean, if your your plan is to to paddle a lot, then I would say come out for a couple lessons. We do all mm-hmm. kinds of old, um, different ways you can build on your experience. Yeah. Um, a lot of people will come out, do one lesson, and then join our social paddles, and that's where they kind of stay. Right. Um, yeah. They have they have no intentions of going out by themselves or anything like that. Um, some people will. Um, do all kinds of lessons and get all kinds of techniques and you know they go and buy their own board and 
we may never see them again. <laughs> but, yeah. Different strokes for different folks. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it's the uh, same with, with canoeing. I mean, some people get a canoe just to hang at the cottage, and yep. others, you know, we take the canoe and throw it onto a plane. They drop us in the middle of nowhere and say, we'll meet you here in three weeks. Right. You know, so <laughs> it all depends what you're into. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, what are some of the common mistakes that people make, new people make, when they get into stand-up paddleboarding? Not getting a lesson. <laughs> uh, common, common mistakes. Um, I'm trying to think of something that would be just, uh, you know, I mean, I, I've seen people get on the board backwards. Um, hold, actually, you know what a big one is? Is holding the paddle backwards. Oh, okay. That is massive. Hmm. Um, the, for years, there's been all kinds of, you know, this is the way you hold the paddle, and it's still... You know, it happens all the time. So certainly the uh, which way to hold your paddle. Um, I won't explain that over radio. It might be a little too difficult. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else? No, don't wear to stand on the board. Oh, okay. So, you know, if, if I gave you a board and said, here you go, you stand on it. I, I guess you might get up in the middle if that would make sense. But there's a handle on each board. Basically, that's your center of gravity. That's You want to put your feet on either side of that. Oh, okay. Um, you know, but you said people... Well, I'm just going to go stand on the board and paddle it. And, you know, you're standing too far back and the board's sort of sinking and they're wondering why it's not very stable. Um, so, yeah, I mean, position, um, keep your knees bent and uh, head up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think for most people, the biggest thing for them to get over is the standing up. Right. That's, that's uh, I think a lot of people build up that up in their heads, something fierce. And... Uh, well, except kids, they just <laughs> they just know. do it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they turn on a computer and all automatically they're born with it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, when it comes to standing, uh, like you know, it's it's that lesson that I've always been taught. You don't stand up in your canoe, and like right. and once in a while you stand <laughs> up to see if you can see something in yeah. the distance. And and then uh, last summer we took uh, canoe polling lessons. Okay. And uh, stood up. I never thought I would be standing in a canoe and with a giant twelve-foot-long pole. Yeah. Going through it, swifts it was and. Surprising. Surprisingly yeah. intuitive standing yeah. up in the canoe. Yeah. It was oh, really cool. super easy. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. Falling down was pretty easy too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think all of us to fall. Yeah, had a little once. help of gravity on that one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, <for> sure. <laughs> so if I were to get into paddleboarding having nothing. Yes. To get board, leash, paddle, just a bare, decent yep. setup. Okay. What kind of price range would somebody be looking at? Now, this was, I mean, be different down in the States with American dollar or right. overseas or something. But right. in, in the Toronto area, yes. if you were just to pick, like I say, the PFD board, well, you don't even go PFD because that's... You that's already, a, already have You one. probably already got one, if you're, especially if you're in canoeing. Yeah. Um, yeah, so board, leash, and paddle. A decent paddle, not a... Not top of the line, <laughs> not, not, not a carved stick. I mean, I I would say that you're probably going to want to spend about $1,500 to $2,000 okay. to get something reasonable, Yeah. right? Um, I mean, I always say to people, if you're going to buy a board, don't buy anything that's less than $1,000. Oh, yeah? Right. Yeah. Um, you know, it's uh, the board industry is in a massive flux at the moment because a lot of people got on board... Uh, originally and uh, you know slowly knockoffs started to come out and now I mean I, I get emails all the time from people in China wanting me to put my 
uh, logo on a board and and, and sell them. Oh, and, yeah. uh, you know, it, it's it's a big thing where the guys that have been around for years, you know, the windsurfers and wakeboards and all kinds of things, they went into paddleboarding. So they design the boards, and then they get uh, they get ripped off, right? So the, the biggest thing with boards is you you basically you get what you pay for. Okay. All right. So the catch of it is is that if you go into a store and they have a two thousand dollar Jimmy Lewis board here, and they have a eight hundred dollar something else there looking at them visually the outside looks pretty much the same it's what goes into the board that's the problem okay so the only way you can make the board cheaper is to use cheaper materials and put less into it <laughs> right right but because stuff is so new people don't know that so they learn well it looks the same must be the same <laughs> you know yeah. i'm gonna go with the, yeah. i'm gonna go with the cheaper board but normally what will happen there is that because they put less materials in it, um, standing on it, your foot area will start to dip in and it'll start to delaminate. Oh, okay. um, and then you start to get water in the board and then pretty soon it's just a big... <laughs> Undersurface. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it does. I mean, you know, they're, they're, if you're taking a board up for the kids and you know, they're just going to whack it around and you, you're okay with spending $1,000 a summer, hey, you know, go for it. You know, yeah. it'll, but if you want something that's going to last... Then yeah, you're gonna want to spend about a, a little more money. So fifteen hundred to two thousand will get you into a reasonable board, a get reasonable you on the paddle. Water. Yeah. yeah, and I mean for the average person that just wants to casually paddle around, that would probably last you years. So what do you think of the uh, inflatable boards? Um, so a lot of people have a. Uh, it's I use inflatables in in my lessons um, because of the fact they're extremely durable. Yeah. Um, so I. Should have mentioned that we do a lot of kids' lessons. Um, they go crazy on those boards, <laughs> right? So an inflatable is the way to go. Um, you know, five years ago, I would say uh, they're okay, mm -hmm. um, but they've come a long way oh, yeah? in, in inflatables now. Um, are they as good as a hardboard? No. But depending on what you're looking for, if you're looking for easier transport, if you're looking for uh, easier storage, yeah. So if you, you live in a condo, throw in, yeah, yeah, um, and I mean a multitude of other reasons, they're great boards. Yeah, I mean I I don't have a problem using them at all. Um, yeah, I, I looked at we saw them when we were out in the Rockies this summer. We were on okay. the Bow River, and there was yeah families going down. There's like two or three kids on yep. on a big one, sort of, and they're jumping around and they're. Yeah. Splash and then, and it, it, to me, it seems like a yeah, a little family recreational cottage sort of oh, absolutely rough and tumble sort of thing. Yeah, and I mean it's it. I mean you can, I, I could be wrong, but I think you you can get like fifteen thousand, uh, fifteen thousand, uh, fifteen hundred dollar inflatable boards. Fifteen thousand dollars. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure if you look hard enough, <laughs> I better come with someone paddling it for me. <laughs> Every every, uh, every couple of six months or so, they usually have, at Costco they have the Jimmy Sticks inflatable paddle yes. boards go on sale, and yes. normally about eight hundred goes on for five fifty. And I've been thinking about buying one of those, and I almost bought one at Christmas, and I pushed it off because I just don't know enough about it. But right. I wasn't going to spend the money until I knew I was making the right choice, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's I mean that's a, that's another thing is some people like them and some people hate them. Mm -hmm. uh, the biggest difference is obviously they don't um, go as quickly through the water. Yeah, they they they're a little more uh, surface tension to them, but um, they're not as stiff. Okay. So in other words, if you get a little bit of a bounce on them, 
you'll bounce you, a little you, bit. You, you'll right? feel right? it, yeah. yeah. And I mean, you, you absolutely want a board that's high pressure. So you mm -hmm. want something at least 20 PSI. Anything below that, and okay. it, it's, it's a board for the kids for the summer, and yeah. that's it, right? Right. Um, and uh, yeah, but I mean, come out and try one. Yeah, that's I mean, what that's, it, a, that's it, my intent. I'm gonna yeah. I want to come up for a I lesson. Mean, any board, any board at all. If you go into a store and you just buy it off the shelf, if it's like I said, as if it's a summer toy for the cottage, fantastic. But if you're looking for something that you're actually going to enjoy using, yeah, try the board. Mm -hmm. You know, if yeah. you can't try that board, look for somewhere else to try the board, or look for a, look for a different board. Well, I mean, we do that with the canoes. I mean, there's a lot of places that have the canoe day where you can go out and try different models and brands of canoes right so and a lot of these people are now selling boards as well yes so you just go out and you try them out right yep uh but no i mean it's i don't know if it's the stigma of being a blow-up thing or not but i've always looked at well, I, I want one because <laughs> you know yeah like you say it, it reminds you of the old raft from when you were yeah, a kid right. back in the 70s right that's sprung a slow leak as you yeah. <laughs> Paddle faster, <laughs> or we're not getting ashore. Like, yeah. I like the idea that you can deflate it, roll it up, and tuck it in the and trunk of your away, car, yeah. Yeah. or store it in a closet or something, right? Yeah. Well, because like I say, you see some of these things, and where are you, where are you going to store it? Yeah. Right? Exactly. You know, it's, yeah. it gets to be. Yeah, I mean, you're looking at it, you know at a basic board, at least ten six, eleven, eleven six. Yeah. Long, mm -hmm. eleven feet, you know, long and uh, you know thirty, thirty four inches wide. It, it does take up a bit of space. Yes. It does. What uh, kind of care do you have to give to, like, maintenance? I suppose waxing and stuff, right? That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I've never done any. <laughs> um, yes. Okay. So uh, on a hardboard, yeah. right? So there's obviously many different materials that the boards are made out of. Right. But if you get an epoxy board... Um, which is, uh, uh, you know, a general all round kind of board. So it's not, it's not made necessarily to be ultra durable. Once you start right. going into durable, you're looking more into the plastics. Um, you want to look at it basically as an, as an egg. So it has a really nice hard outer shell. Yeah. But Soft if you, inside, yeah, you, you, I see so many people do it and it almost hurts. Where they'll paddle up on the beach and then just drag the board. I'm like, oh, don't do that. <laughs> you know, inflatable, go nuts. You know, throw that thing on the rocks. <laughs> yeah, but but not an epoxy board. First scratch hurts. You're going to right. So, so you yeah. want to think of it like a car. Would you rub a bunch of rocks and you? Probably not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah. So so don't. Yeah. So I mean, there is some care that needs to be taken in that. I always say to to people who buy boards is most uh, damage to the boards comes from transport. You know, the corner you thought you cleared, but you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the uh, the wind that picked your board up off the roof of your car before you tied it down quick enough. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that, that kind of thing. Not too much really happens in the water. It's, it's yeah, out of the water. exactly, yeah. Um, and then you can go into some extremely durable, like um, Bic makes a, a fantastically durable lineup. Um, that was one of the first boards I bought. I've still got it kicking around in my in my fleet, um, more for sentimental reasons. But it still yet. floats, and, I mean, it takes a real beating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You yeah, know. but uh, there's waxes and stuff for it and um, to add to the going through the water nicer, no faster. <laughs> so there are some <laughs> not like are, a pair of skis. There, no. <laughs> <laughs> there are some products that uh, that you can get that will um, you know you can kind of buff it up and polish it a little bit. 
Um, in general, your biggest uh, enemies of your board would be sun, uh, sand. So the environmental. And salt, <laughs> which we don't luckily have too much of up yeah. here. Yeah. So environmental stuff. So, I mean, you know, for myself, my personal, well, actually even my lesson boards, you know, I'll, I'll occasionally just rinse them off. Or I, actually, I usually rinse them off after each lesson in the lake. Right. Right. But just, you know, keep it clean. Um, if you, uh, if you want to give it a little extra, you know, once a season, a little extra luster, yeah, there are products that you can get that you can put a little shine on it, you know, just like cleaning your car. Okay. Yeah. So it's not like a pair of skis, like you wax them up before you go out to get. Nope. Not unless you're surfing. So if you're surfing or if you buy a, a, a real honest to goodness surfing sup board, yeah. that would require wax. Yeah. Okay. But there's very few, most of the sups nowadays come with a, a traction pad. Yes. Because it's easier. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so, uh, well, actually, no, it's not true because I have a, a wooden board that is just gorgeous. Like it's, it's not solid wood, but it's, um, a veneer, yeah. right? but just beautiful. And it comes with a nice big, you know, four foot pad, but I don't want to cover that up. It's beautiful. So <laughs> I'm going to wax it. <laughs> right. So yeah, there, there are the odd board here and there that you might want to do that with. Right. But it's not a common. No. no. Everybody's out there Saturday mornings. Waxing, waxing their, boards. their boards before they go up in the <laughs> afternoon. Surfers, yes. <laughs> Suffers, no, not so much. <laughs> not so much. Uh, so the benefits of stand-up paddleboarding, exercise. Yep. Getting outdoors. Yep. Um, I guess that's pretty much it. Yeah. I mean, really, <laughs> I it's, mean, it's, it's, it's a way that, to get out, right? It's that connection with nature. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we were talking a little bit about um, why would you choose SUP over possibly kayaking or canoeing um it gives you a different perspective right so i mean uh i should probably say that my kayak and canoeing experience is very limited i did a <laughs> yeah. high school course and, uh, and you know i've been in a canoe a couple of times never kayaked um but your field of vision is different when you're sitting and close yes. to the water versus oh, exactly. we noticed that when we did our uh, when we did our canoe polling okay. course yep because you're standing up all of a sudden you're Ooh, look at all the things we can see right, now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Different yeah. perspective. Yeah. So it's a very different perspective. Um, and, you know, it's it's being in the moment. So for a, a lot of people, it's it's uh, the balance, um, paying attention to what you're doing. And you're just living in that moment. So yeah. it's that, uh, that natural high. Right. You kind of, a lot of people, they'll leave the beach. And they've told me this a lot of times. It's like your problems get left there too. Yeah. That's yes. where they stay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And now I'm just on the water and it's just me. And you know, some people talk a lot. Some, yeah. <laughs> some people so just want to paddle. Yeah. Um, but I think, you know, in today's society, that is a, a massive plus. Um, but you can take your kids. Um, you know, I've had my daughter on, on my board uh, sitting on the front for years now. Yeah. And she's graduated Excellent. to her own board and crashes into me. But <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, you know, it's, it can be very much a family um, orientated thing where you've got mom and dad going out with yeah. the kid on the front or so the kids paddling with mom and dad. Um, uh, uh, I think it was Laird Hamilton that said, you know, basically think of the SUP as the next bicycle. Right. Where it's, you know, everyone's going to have one. Yes. Okay. Well, more or less. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Near water, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the places you stand up paddleboard. Yes. Besides... Lake Ontario. Lake Ontario. <laughs> uh, Being yeah, you do this as for a living. You must you must have yes. been some interesting places. Well, you know, um, 
it's it's not a, a, a way to get rich. <laughs> That's how I put it. So the wheels have always been turning about how to, you know, much like you guys, how to do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, without, if we figure it out, we'll let you know. <laughs> and vice versa. <laughs> so, uh, you know, mostly for certifications and things like that. Um, you know, I've been down to, uh, I've paddled down in Florida, the Outer Banks. Um Costa Rica. Costa Rica. Costa Rica yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, uh, you know, the sooner I can get back there, the better. Um, but there's there's so many bodies of water around here that In are Ontario. amazing. Um, you know, I'd be amiss to say, oh, well, you got to travel to go and, and have fun. But uh, and then on the other hand, there's places that are just, you know, I mean, Hawaii is probably the birthplace of modern sup. I would yeah. absolutely love yep. to go out there. The Hawaiian Islands, Tahiti. I mean, that's got to be... You know, I you can, can imagine paddling yeah. over sharks and things. Uh, <laughs> paddle with dolphins, no sharks. Well, no, yeah. I lie. There, there were little things that move fast. I'm going to see them. <laughs> no big ones, so that's yeah. the main thing. I mean, you know, that's the great thing about uh, about the lake is there's no lake sharks. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, I mean, I've I've uh, actually uh, in May I'm going to be taking a trip to uh, where am I going? Amsterdam. Ooh. So one of my things has always been I wanted to paddle the canals in Amsterdam. Oh, yes, right. Yeah. I thought that would be a really neat. You know, many years, I don't know whether they still do it now, but many years ago I saw basically a pub crawl. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know, but it's it just opens up such a, a large um, a window of opportunity. Yes. But mm-hmm. I've seen some amazing pictures out of Europe with the castles and, the, you know, Switzerland and <laughs> Germany. And uh, people wouldn't naturally think that that's where you're... You know, you'd want you want to go, but it's it's really just the experience. Well, we did a, one of our episodes was paddling across Europe and that, and uh, or well, no, we did destinations that we would like to yes. to travel. And one of the ones I said was all through there because yeah, you're pat you're you're paddling past all these castles and yeah. and all these historic spots that right. you know you're thinking about. Wow, it's yeah. I mean, cool Italy, Como in Italy, and uh, just yeah. the the yeah. Now I think it's. Venice, because you're thinking, oh, that'd be a pretty cool place. Oh, because we've seen pictures of you stand up paddle boarding through there. Yep, yep. But you have to go with. Yep. You can't just take your own board and go for the day. Apparently, right? Yeah, they've got to book some traffic laws. thing gets in yeah. the way every time. Well, it's, it's the same with uh, the Thames in London. Um, yeah. you can paddle that, but you, I think you actually have to get some kind of certification to do. You have to understand which way things are. Got it. <laughs> you got to paddle on the Yeah. And I know in Amsterdam, they, they have to get permits to paddle in the, in central Amsterdam. And, uh, you right. know, there's, there's <laughs> a Christmas, there's a festival of lights and, That'd be uh, awesome. you know, I know they had issues getting permits and stuff to do that. And there's a lot of boat traffic. So, I mean, much yeah. like Venice, right? Yeah. I mean, you got the gondolas there that are, uh, that license is basically willed to the next okay kid, right? yeah, yeah, like yeah, that's, that's like a on. taxi Inheritance. license there, right? yeah so yeah yeah so you're looking forward to that one then absolutely absolutely yeah that's cool it's it's been you know it's been on my list for a long time and the opportunity came up and i'm like you know what i'm, I'm gonna go and do it and so and then i've got a bit of the travel bug going so you know, I'm thinking I need to do that. <laughs> do they have boards over there or are you going to bring your own, like bring an inflatable? Um, I will probably take an inflatable with me. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I wanted to hit the ocean as well, do a little bit of surfing in there. And, got it. Yeah. You know, so, um, yeah. As long as you got enough gear that you can. There's, you know, it's, it's, it's May, so I may find enough crazy people out there. That'll <laughs> oh, there's crazy people everywhere you rent go. some gear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's always crazies to be found. Yeah, Trust you know, me. Exactly. Trust yeah, me. Yeah. I've found a few of them. 
So if if I mean, I guess that would be one place you'd recommend, like you were saying, Tahiti and all that for for people that are uh, looking for something outside of Toronto. Absolutely. I mean, you know, I mean, if you, if you want to um, uh, out in BC, um, a good friend of mine, Norm Hahn, who's the guy I originally got my Paddle Canada cert with. Um, he runs uh, multi-day trips out there, right uh, into the Great Bear Rainforest. Oh, okay. Oh, you know, yeah, see the yeah. spirit bears, yeah. and yeah. Um, you know, I mean, there's massive amounts of opportunity um, to go out. Um, you know, but even if you're just going down to Mexico, I'm pretty sure if you yeah. just look, you'll find someone offering lessons and that Absolutely, kind of thing. Right. Yeah. You know, make make sure they're reputable. <laughs> <laughs> I've had some experiences down there. Oh yeah, oh. yeah. but uh, yeah. Well, you know, it's, uh, you know, you go to the resort and they got gear and the yeah. the life jacket buckles don't buckle. You know, you know, is this okay? Oh yeah, it's all good. Just tighten it's, it's it's on. Not it'll, good. It'll work. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know, so you, you have to you have to be careful. And I mean, uh, you know, paddling. I always say to people, you know, if you go on paddling, uh, buy your own leash. Because they're down there, they're in the salt. They're oh, you know, oh exactly, right, yeah. right, and right. Uh, they wear out down there. Like they, as you know, something easy to bring. Take your own your leash, own. <laughs> put it on your board. At least you know you're going to be attached to your board, yeah. And not, you know, you're out there. The leash snaps, and there's a little bit of surf, and now exactly. you're swimming back to shore, basically. Yeah, right? you're on your way to yeah somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> well, you always get back to well, you probably get back to the beach <laughs> eventually. Yeah. <laughs> um, Stand-up paddleboard competitions, racing and stuff like that, river races, surf contests, uh, downwind races. You ever get into any of that sort of stuff? Yes. Or? So um, I enjoy racing, but it's not really my thing. <laughs> <laughs> you don't you have know. to win it. You just as long as you're doing <laughs> you it. Enjoy it. Yeah. Well, I mean, we, we were talking about Europe. There's an 11 cities race in, in Holland. They, they go through the canals. It's, uh, it takes, oh, geez, like it's like 11 or 14 days or something. Oh, yeah. Crazy I hope there's like beer that. stops along wow. the way. There's, yeah. I mean, uh, one I'm interested in, there's, there's one in uh, Paris. Right. They do in November, <laughs> um, you know, uh, but there's, there's all kinds of fantastic uh, I mean, the one in the uh, the eleven cities, they actually have one. You can race it, or you can basically do the tour, <laughs> right? But that exists, and I mean, I, I believe you sleep on a boat at night, oh, so okay. you paddle to a certain, and then you you sleep on a boat, and then you paddle to the next place. So yeah, I mean, it's there's lots of opportunity there. I completely lost your question. What was it? <laughs> <laughs> have you done it? Yeah. Are you into oh, that right, sort right, of right, thing racing. And it, um, yeah, so I mean, um, or originally when. Uh, you know, the sport was a lot smaller. Um, I did the, uh, oh, hell, I can't remember, right? <laughs> no, uh, the poor credit to um, Oakville. Oh, okay. That's or is that poor credit? Okay. Yeah, well, something. Like, anyways, yeah, there's, there, there, there's uh, I think it was about a 10, 10 11K. Right. Um, you know, I did that. I've done a couple of, uh, there was a Toronto league at one point. It's not. At least it didn't go last year, unfortunately. But um, and then there's the Ontario Sub Series, so they do races uh, sort of around Ontario all throughout the summer. There's maybe ten or twelve races. Right. Um, so if that's your scene, yeah, I mean, there's there's definitely um, uh, things you got to look for them, but the, the, there's definitely things going out there. Um, Paddle Fit. So the guys that uh, I did my uh, coaching cert with, uh, they've got something called the Paddle Fit Games. Okay. And uh, I was uh, lucky enough to do the inaugural one last year. They did it up in Wasaga. So they're, they're based out of California, 
of North Carolina. Right. But uh, they did it in Osaga, maybe just to test it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. On those crazy Canucks. Um, but basically, so Paddle for Games, it's um, an obstacle course. Okay. Right? So you'll do some stuff on the beach where you'll carry a bucket full of sand from this point to this point, and then uh, a little chicane kind of thing, then grab your board, run out. And they have these large inflatables. Right. That, uh, you know, you're going to dive over it or go under it. Huh. And there's like uh, ones that hang down that you got to go through. And then there's a turning thing that kind of can knock you off your, you know, so. And you go back to the beach and run to the finish line. And that's. So it's something <laughs> different than just getting out and paddling. Absolutely. It really just it's yeah. adds that extra little bit of fun. Yes. Because yeah. I got to think, yeah, after a while, you just, okay, well, I'm going out paddling again. And I'm going here. I'm going there. This just right. adds a new. And new element to it, right? It's a, you know, I mean, they had people that just started something that did it. It's, it's really, it's not, um, you don't have to be amazing to do it. You don't have to be right? doing this for 15 you, years to. You know, you probably don't want to come dead last. <laughs> no, but I mean, it's, it's, it's really there for the fun of it. Right. It's for the fun of it. And, you know, I mean, I, I always look at people and go, you know, it's, it's your progression. It's what, you know, can you do better than what you did last time? And do you feel good about it? That's the main thing. Right. Um, but Sapolo. Um, oh, that'd be so interesting. I'm sorry to say I thought of that way back when I started and didn't do anything, but that does exist now. <laughs> See, they could have been rich. <laughs> well, there you go. That was your one gimme to do it. <laughs> well, I, I would love to start a tri- like a, a Toronto sports league, but um, pools are an issue. Yeah. We've done lessons in pools and, uh, you know, certain yoga, but most of them are owned by the town. Or right. city, and they have their programs which take precedence. And exactly, so, right. Uh, and it doesn't work out very well. But yeah, that'd be amazing. Well, we saw the canoe polling, or uh, canoe, uh, uh, kayak okay, yeah. polo. Yep. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. deadly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <That was> dangerous. <laughs> yeah. How was that about what we were talking, uh, stand up paddle board jousting? Oh, yes. oh. Yeah, yeah. that'd be uh... <laughs> yeah. Well, we do so for our kids' classes. It's uh, well, we don't joust, but it's very much the same. So we'll give them a basic intro class for kids, right? And, and right. I mean, this was really, uh, really hot last year. Like, they was really normally it's just taking out adults, but the the kids were loving this. Parents were loving it, and we invite the parents to come out with the kids. Um, but. Uh, Getting them to do things like uh, what we call leapfrog, where you'd line all the boards up and they'd run on the noses of the boards to the other side. Oh, right. right. And then, so we, what we try to do is play games, but yeah. what you're actually doing is learning experience on how to manage the board and handle the board and, right. and that kind of thing. In so, a fun way. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like we'll tell them, okay, so three of you are going to go on one board, one person has a paddle, and no one has a paddle. And you're going to race to the other side of the, you know, and what they come up with, <laughs> you know. So yeah, yeah. No, it's it's very versatile. Yeah, uh, we talked about it. It would have been one of our earlier shows. Uh, we had heard about stand-up yoga. Yes. On yes. the paddleboard. Yeah, and I I'd made a comment about I'd be doing downward drowning. Dong. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. That that seems to be a big. I've heard it's quite popular thing now. Yeah, it's it, gotten quite popular. Um, you know, I think the growth of stand up paddleboarding in the last three years has a lot to owe to the yoga. Oh yeah, the yoga scene. I mean, I think yoga is what's popular. Yes, the fact that now wait a minute, now you can do it on a paddleboard. Well, that's just you know yeah. the next step in, in exactly in, right. in evolution. But I think that has a lot to do with the the growth. Well, the huge amount of growth huh. that we've seen over the last couple of years. I'm not just doing yoga in front of my TV. 
or in a room. Right. I'm going out in the water and doing right. that. Yes. Where they can do, well, they've, they, I've seen them doing uh, the meditation stuff and yep. they're laying yep. on the boards and all this. You know, yep. I'd be f- falling asleep. There's no. <laughs> <laughs> it is very common. <laughs> yeah, when you're sitting there and you're just laying on a board and you're just the rock of the water. Yeah. Oh, you absolutely. Know, oh, yeah. Absolutely. Just, you know, relax. Okay. <laughs> Actually, funnily, on, on some of our, the, the trip we did up to Franklin Island, we came up with a sup nap. We were just paddling and then, and we're like, well, let's just have a rest. And everyone was just lying on the board, just floating around. And I was like, hey, well, it's, it's a sup map. Yeah. It was very popular. <laughs> you know? We had seven of them the first day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, you know, obviously you want to know where you're going. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we, we've done some of the yoga stuff. I've sort of dabbled in a little bit. Um, I've had, you know, finding a teacher that's willing to come out and, and do it. They have to be sub certified. They have right. to have their own insurance. So it's a bit of a the insurance thing sword. has got to be a biggie. Yes, because you know drownings and it's, it's not <laughs> so good. <laughs> it's frowned upon. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, no. There's, there's there's a lot of people that that do yoga. Yeah. I mean, yoga in the pool is is quite popular as well. And where I to find a yoga teacher, I might try that. But yeah, yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like I said, we heard about that uh, about a year and a half ago. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. It was just like, eh, really? No, it's the same it's, as the the fitness, right? All you're yeah. doing is. So I always say to people, look, if you can't do a push up on land, you're never doing a push up. <laughs> <laughs> right. So at least be proficient at that. Yeah. Yes. Because going yeah. out on the water, that you're just amplifying the difficulty of anything exactly. that right. you do. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, there's there's some tricks to it. You know, <laughs> but you might not pass along the start. <laughs> yeah. no. um, we did a show a little while ago uh, because I came across an article on who owns stand-up paddle boarding. And yes. there's a big controversy between the, and it all came down to the Olympics. Yes. Um, who owns it because the surfing association wants it because they're going to the Olympics. And but there's surfers who don't think it should be out there because it's, uh, it's an aberration sur- yeah. of yeah. surfing and right, right, and that. I mean, to me, it's it's well, you know. I mean, there's going to be purists in every sport, right? Yes, absolutely. I mean, it's the same as uh, when snowboards first came out with skiing. It was yeah, you didn't want them on the hills and no, yeah, and you know now I think people pretty much get along. <laughs> <laughs> get along yeah yeah um you know the same thing with uh, with uh with surfing i mean certainly i'd say here supping surfing is very accepted mm-hmm. it's it's not uh maybe because surfing's relatively small here supping's relatively small right yeah right. but uh you know it, uh the main issue with the, the surfing is that the suppers were going out further catching waves earlier oh. and not waiting their turn got it right oh. and and that upsets people Right. Which is understandable. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. It, it gives you an edge over everyone else. And if you use that edge to just kind of push your way in front all the time, then, you know, you, people get, people are gonna get rough, very annoyed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, can see, I can see that. So to close this out here, if people want to find out more about Mackay Paddle Surf. Yes. So um, we're online at uh, www.makaipaddlesurf.com. Or they can email info at MackayPaddleSurf.com. And, um, you know, if anyone has any questions or uh, anything like that, feel free to shoot me an email or uh, give us a call. Excellent. Facebook? 
on Facebook, yeah. On Facebook Instagram. as well. Yep. Instagram. Oh, Instagram. Instagram, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we'll we'll post some information even on our uh, sites about you as well. And uh, awesome, sounds good. Hopefully, uh, get you out there. Now we are hoping to. I know we talked about it before. When the weather gets a bit warmer. Yes. Yeah, not necessarily <laughs> the water, but the weather. Right? Yeah. Uh, maybe we'll get out with you in a French, because Frenchman's Bay is only. A little ways down the road. A little yeah. ways down the road here. Yep. Well, even Rotary Park's only yep. five minutes from here. I've been launching my canoe out of there the last couple of years because I built a little canoe launch. Really? A little, yeah, a little uh, dock. Yeah. yeah. I'll have to check that out. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well, you used to be able to back your, your trailer in, right? Okay. But now they've put that there. There's no room to. To do that. To do anything. So you get you get out in the little thing there. Little dock. Yeah. <laughs> it's a perfect place to launch. Yeah. But uh, yeah, hopefully come uh, yeah, spring, absolutely. summer, we'll get out and we'll do a lesson for you and do a little yeah. video of... Oh, that, that'd, be, that'd be fun. Yeah. Of us trying to stand enjoyable. up on the board and, <laughs> <laughs> and he's going he's gonna to laugh at all the stuff he didn't bother to tell us. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We'll, uh, we'll do It'll our be best to... <laughs> <laughs> no, that'd be awesome. That'd be really great. Well, Warren, I want to thank you uh, for coming on the show here. It's uh, glad we could actually finally get you Maybe, on here. Yeah. yeah. It worked out. And we we well, keep sure. talking about uh, stand-up paddleboard, but we have no experience in it. So it's right. it's nice to have somebody who knows about the sport to yeah. talk to our listeners. Well, I'm only too glad to be able to come on. And, you know, thanks for having me on the show. It's, it's You know, you guys Excellent. do an awesome job in the paddling community, and it's appreciated. So, yeah, thank you. And uh, we will be seeing you at the Paddling Film Festival at Drums and Flats in Ajax on March 20th. Yes. yes. A lot of good. They just started coming out with the uh, um, trailers and stuff to show us that we can, from the films, and there looks like some really good films that we're going to watch that night. That'd be awesome. Really huge TVs, too. Yes. Oh, nice. Oh, it's <laughs> massive. So. Yeah, this is a nice place. Yeah, Very cool. it really is. Very cool. Uh, in the meantime, if you want to find out more about us, you can find us at paddlingadventuresradio.com. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and did I say Facebook? Yes. yes. Yeah, Facebook. Sure, sure you you can still keep finding us on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks to Warren to be our guest this week. I'm Sean Rowley. And I'm Derek Specht. We'll see you next time. <laughs>